0: Well I said I'd record a project Borough if we pulled off some crazy miracle away at Leicester And here we are why are we so weird He's in and he's snuck in a- What is up guys, Matthew here, welcome back to a, I'm not gonna lie to you, a very unexpected Project Borough. I said in the last episode, after the Preston defeat, which I went to, I vlogged, check all that out on the channel if you haven't already. I said I would only do a Project Borough once I got back from my holiday, if we did something crazy. And I said that flippantly, expecting absolutely nothing to come from Borough's away trip to Leicester City. And, of course, in the most typical of Borough fashion, we went to the runaway league leaders. The probably greatest championship side ever seen at this level. Undoubtedly, are probably going to break the points record and you could tie every single superlative to this Leicester City side. And Borough went there and won their first game in six, beating Leicester and being the only side in the entire championship to do the double Over them this season because of course we did not only that Borough become only the fourth side to beat Leicester this Season and the only side to beat them after scoring twice at their place The stats are quite incredible and here is the most typical Borough one of the lot Borough are responsible for 40% of Leicester's five defeats this season and are also responsible For 33% of Rotherham's three victories in the championship this season. This is the most typical Borough performance you're ever going to see. And I feel like I'm in a toxic relationship with this football club. Because every time I've went away on holiday, Borough have performed unbelievably well. Especially on the road. I went away to Dominican end of last year. While I was away, we beat Watford, away from home, 3-2. We beat Cardiff at the Riverside. We then went to Sunderland and batted them 4-0. And this time, when I went away to Paris, Borough go and beat Leicester 2-1. So I'm starting to actually look at this and think, I am in a toxic love-hate relationship with this football club and it is time maybe we have to go our separate ways because Borough, I'm starting to think, it's not you, it's actually me. But in all seriousness... I'm not going to go into this as in-depth as I have done other Borough games because, firstly, I've not seen the game in full, I wasn't here to see it, I'm only going off of highlights and what else I've seen, and I can't really go into individual performances either because, as I say, I didn't see the game on whole, but I think you can do two things here, you can look at this game in two different perspectives, the short term, what it means for Borough, straight off the bat of what's been a very bad run, what's been a very, very bad time on and off the pitch especially, and what it might do long-term with, what, 14 league games to go. Now, first of all, short-term, I think this is exactly what Borough needed on the pitch. There are still lots of things going on off the pitch in regards to the tickets, and there are expected walkouts and protests at our home game this weekend to Plymouth, which might put a bit of a blemish on any good result Borough might get on the pitch. But in terms of the results... This was desperately, desperately needed for Borough because, of course, we'd gone on a terrible run. We seemingly were so blunt going forwards, very creative, lacking no final punch whatsoever. We were as far from clinical as you can get, and we were leaky at the back, conceding some of the most stupid, hilarious, ridiculous goals you'll ever, ever see. This was rules reversed because Borough were the ones who rolled their luck, like a lot of opposition sides have done against Borough this season, and unlike other performances where Borough have had countless shots on target, countless big chances missed, we took, I think, two of our only two or three shots on target in this game, and we converted them into goals. Whereas it was Leicester who were the side who were missing chances galore, creating a bucket load but missing the majority of them. And it's like roles were reversed. Borough have done to Leicester what many sides have done to Borough this season. It's quite ironic given there's only one side in the league who I believe have missed more big chances than Borough this season, Leicester City. So, yeah, it was always, I guess, kind of going to be this way, but for Borough to come out on top, it's huge. And I think it's massive for Michael Carrick as well because fair play to him. He said after the Preston defeat, something would need to change. He'd have to change something up to try and you know change the tide on this bad run of bad luck or us not getting what we deserve or maybe some would argue it is us getting what we deserve or whatever, he had to change something up and whether this was a flash in the pan, whether we were quite lucky, whether we got away with a couple of really big misses from Leicester, we definitely rode our luck. Fair play to Carrick because he changed the system. He changed it to the same system that did really well for us in the cup games against Chelsea at home, Aston Villa at home. We might have even utilised this at home to Leicester when we beat them last time as well. So he went back to a 3-4-3, although it does say a 5-4-1 on footmob, but essentially McGree and O'Brien would sort of push up with Silvera, Zaz would kind of move up as well. You'd then have that midfield four the wing backs would push on it was a system that made Borough a lot more defensively solid but we also posed a huge threat on the counter-attack and I think the way we were passing through the thirds and from what I've seen from the highlights it was such quick counter-attacking football from Borough you know we were one touch pass move and we were in behind and we targeted Leicester's incredible high line and we got in behind numerous times and thankfully when we did we made them pay which is something we've not done to many sides this season. We were clinical, we were potent, we were prolific, we took our chances when they came, and we exploited Leicester's weaknesses brilliantly. And I think Michael Carrick has to take a lot of credit because he's been criticised recently, and rightfully so. I've been someone who's been very critical at times of Michael Carrick with some of his decisions, substitutions, etc. But fair play to him. He decided to change things up. He got his tactics absolutely spot on. And some of the individual performances I've heard, and from what I can see, were absolutely outstanding. Finizaz got his second goal in two here. It was a wonderful counter-attacking move. Down the left-hand side, well worked out between Sammy Silvera, Louis O'Brien, busting a gut in behind. Squared it nicely to Finizaz, who finished well. And then, 30 minutes later, similar down the right-hand side. This time, agree, pinching the ball. From the left-back James Justin, I believe it might have been. He plays in Sammy Silvera, who you know has been in and out the team a lot this season. I've always saw and said that I see a lot of potential in Sammy Silvera. And he took his chance brilliantly to give Borough the most unlikely 2-0 lead. And i tell you what, I was at the Arc de Trump lining up to go on the rooftop to see Paris when I checked the scores. And when I saw Borough with 2-0 up, there was a part of me that was both absolutely ecstatic, but also very, very annoyed. Because I just looked at it, and I thought, of course we're 2-0 up. Of course we are one of the very few sides who went to the King Power and scored more than once. Of course we're beating Leicester 2-0, and they've not scored against us. Of course, that's just the way it is with this football club. And as much as I was delighted and over the moon, because I think everyone had just written this game off as, oh God, we're going to get battered, things are going to get 10 times worse, this could be the... I think I mentioned it in our last video. This could be the absolute killer blow. I was also very annoyed because this is what this side is capable of. And this is what this side could do if it took its chances. And if it was clinical. And if it just put teams to the sword when we had the opportunities there to do it. And it is crazy that we happened to do it against Leicester. And it is the most typical Borough performance and result. But for me, it shows the potential of what we know this side can do. It's just so frustrating that we simply do not do it enough. And you hope that with time, with development of all these young players coming together, maybe Michael Carrick learning a bit more about them and the system, as, as we know he changed the system here, maybe it will just add more knowledge, feedback, thoughts, towards what Burr can maybe adjust going forward. And it might help us pick up a lot more of the results that, as Carrick said after the Preston defeat, results we deserve that we've not been getting this season. Of course, Leicester did get one back later on. Jamie Vardy inevitably got his goal. Vintage Jamie Vardy in behind. This was after a absolute flurry of, of missed sitters from Leicester throughout the game. I think early on, I don't know if it was before, Burr had even scored. Vestergaard had a header that he hit the side netting with. Daka had a header that he should have just got on target. If it's on target, he scores. He somehow... Mistimes it. Heads it wide. Vardy himself had a chance in the second half. Rav did extremely well to put him off with his challenge. And I think it might have been Vestergaard again who was in the box. Left-footed strike over the bar. So let's not make any mistake. Leicester missed some huge chances here. But this was just one of them games which I guess for some fans it reignites the hope. It reignites the belief. And... Maybe that confidence, that trust that we lost in Borough in recent months that maybe we're not the team we thought we were, maybe we're not the team we thought we were getting, this kind of reinforces the belief that it's in there if we can get it right and we need to accept we've got a young coach still who's learning, we've got lots of young players who are learning and you just hope that it will click, it will come together at some point soon. This is hopefully the start of something and listen... The short term is absolutely wonderful and it's a fantastic result. But I need to talk about what this result does for Borough long term in terms of the playoffs. And I hate to be the one who pisses on Borough's parade here. But this does not change my thoughts towards Borough's playoff push at all. This, for me, only backs up the point, if anything, that we are an incredibly peaky, inconsistent side. Who we will drop these results every now and again absolutely we're capable we know that but we're also incredibly capable of hosting Plymouth at the weekend who are one of the worst travellers in the league and dropping points if not losing to them and that's just the way it has gone for Bury this season so I am not going to be reactionary And assume just because we've beaten the best team in the league twice and we've beaten them away from home, yes, it's fantastic. Yes, the system was brilliant. Yes, it worked a treat. Great for Carrick, great for us going forward. And if there was ever a time to start the run we desperately need, this is the result to do it. Absolutely. This still does not give me the proof, the confidence or the faith that this side can put together the consistent enough run and do this week, week in, week out to teams top of the league bottom of the league doesn't matter to get ourselves in the playoffs it just doesn't and although this was a fantastic system that Carrick implemented and it worked brilliantly in this particular isolated fixture I still don't think it's the answer going forward I think when we're at home and sides are going to come to Riverside and sit back we can't use this system we still have to use our usual system the 4231, whatever you want to call it, the three five two, whatever it's been this season, it sort of fluctuates in and out of possession. But that usual possession based style, which we've not been implementing as well as we could have. At times our tempo, our intensity is not enough. We still need to implement that, I think, in certain games. But I think this system is perfect for when Borough need to step into game management mode you know when we're leading a game if it looks like we're not maybe going to get the second this is what we should switch to mid game or even just out of possession depending on if Carrick can do it with the personnel this is definitely a system i think we should use mid game to help manage games out and secure points because there's been so many home games this season where we've scored first i think of hull i think of sunderland i think of coventry there's plenty more where We've scored first and we've ended up coming away with either a point or nothing and you do just think if we would have switched this system or Went into a bit of a better game management mode We might have secured a lot more wins and we wouldn't have dropped points Whether it be a draw whether it be a defeat especially at home, so I think this definitely gives Borough Great knowledge to take forward and it definitely I think can be something that we utilize between now and the end of the season I still I'm far from convinced that this team will get into the playoffs. I'm not letting Borough sucker me in. I've done it before. We all have. Typical Borough beat the best teams, drop points to the worst teams. We've been like this for decades. We are we are brought up to to just to just understand that this is what Middlesbrough Football Club is. We are just it's in our blood on T side. It's always been the same, no matter who the manager, who the coach, who the players. This is the borough way. So I am not getting suckered in to believing any different to what I I believed after the Preston defeat and from what I've seen throughout this season. It's a fantastic result. I'm absolutely over the moon. It needs to be a springboard. It needs to be a springboard. Now, if, if we drop points and drop an absolute stinker at home to Plymouth, this result is meaningless you know it will be a flash in the pan and it will mean nothing if it's not backed up at the weekend so for me the Plymouth game if anything is more important to trying to convince me that this team has enough to at least compete for the playoffs again and get back into that mix but I'm still not convinced that we're going to make playoffs and I'm not letting one result sway my opinion completely but what it does do and I want to just again before I look at the table I just want to say I think I might have pointed this out earlier on but Rav was absolutely outstanding I want to give praise to Paddy McNair he came back in first first game since Leeds at the start of December started capped in the side was fantastic in the back three O'Brien from what I've heard had an unbelievable game as well. He was fantastic. Finazaz, I think, as I say, is proving why he is such a great player and why I think he's going to be huge for the Borough. I'm so excited to see what more he can do. McGree, as we'd expect, as I said, a much better we're a much better side with him in the team. He was instrumental once again. And Sammy Silvera also used his pace and agility to really cause damage in and amongst Leicester's very slow, tall defenders, and I think was utilised very well too. So I wanted to just give them guys praise. As I say, I wasn't 100% aware of what everyone else did, how they performed, etc. You know, because I didn't see the game. As you can see, stats, momentum, again, doesn't mean much to me, as I didn't watch the game. But this is very much, as I say, roles reversed to what we had at Preston, what we've had many times this season. Normally, we'd be the dominant side, and the opposition would score in their very brief... Ferre in the opposition's final third, and in this case it was Borough who did that to Leicester. Leicester, as you'd expect, banging on the door all of the second half, couldn't get the goal until late on, Borough clung on, and the stats very much reflect that as well, dominated us in possession, out xG us, and come out on the wrong end as we have many times this season. It's like looking in a mirror for Borough. It really, really is. So, what it's done for the Championship table. Essentially, it's not done much. We're still seven points adrift of the playoffs. Essentially, this has only kept us where we were. We would have been ten points off had we lost, so it just shows how big that win is. But, still a hell of a lot of work to do. And, the key game for me is the game in hand we've got against Birmingham City, which is actually on the 12th of March. I thought it was a lot sooner. That's our game in hand, and we need to get on a run from somewhere. Now, you would assume Plymouth is a game we should win at home. Stoke are having a shocker of a season, but that's the sort of fixture that's got Borough dropping points written all over it. Norwich are playing exceptionally well at the moment. QPR are another team who you should beat, but Borough normally always drop a stinker down at Loftus Road. So, the I just don't see a run in these games. We should get a run, but I just just can't see it. This is what I mean about not trusting Borough. I just don't see it. But between now and the Southampton game, which is going to be so difficult, Borough have got to win the majority of these games. We've got to be beating Plymouth, Stoke, QPR and Blackburn because they're teams who are all down there struggling. Birmingham having a bit of a resurgence, but Tony Mowbray... Is going to be out for a few weeks as apparently he's getting treated for a serious illness. And I want to just quickly say I wish Tony Mowbray, Borough legend, T-Sider, all the best with whatever he is getting treated for. And I wish him a speedy recovery. But he's probably going to be missing for that game and he knows Borough better than anyone. So he might fare better against Birmingham. The only game in this spell that I would usually say that looks tough is the Norwich game. But that's me saying that. On Paper this is not me taking into consideration borough's form, so we need to win five of the next six for me To get back in touch Four, maybe four of the next, of the next six could Depending on what happens elsewhere get us close But that is what it's going to need for us to close this seven point gap win our game in hand And then maybe we're in with a shout But I'm still not getting suckered into believing that will be the case because unfortunately for me this team is has shown it can, it can put in a performance like Leicester and then follow it up with a shocker. And, uh, I've yeah, we might beat Plymouth 4-0. We might lose 1-0. We might lose 2-0. We might lose 2-1. It's anyone's to predict. But, yeah, a fantastic result for Borough. Some wonderful individual performances. As I say, now I'm back in attendance at the weekend, we'll probably lose at home to Plymouth. But, um, yeah, we can only hope that we can build on this and it will be a meaningless win If we don't follow up at the weekend so fingers crossed we can there will be a walkout on 30 minutes by some areas of the fan base to protest the rising ticket prices which I don't think will help the situation I will not be partaking in that because I I don't get the argument of you know you protesting about ticket prices and the money you're having to pay to get into the ground to watch Borough I don't see the logic in me then taking the, the money I've paid To get into this game with my season ticket. And then walking out after half an hour. That's me losing money I've paid. I don't see the logic. I think there's better ways of doing it. That's for another day. But hopefully it won't affect the boys performance. Hopefully we can back it up with a win. And I just want to see consistent performances. From some players who are certainly coming into form. Which can only bode well. But it will all mean jack shit If Borough fail to beat Plymouth at the weekend. So I'll see you guys after that game. To see if we can do just that. But. Typical Borough, we go and beat Leicester, we're the only side to do the double over them this season. Why do I ever continue to be surprised by this football club? But until next time, hit a like on this video if you've enjoyed it, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit the bell too so you never miss an upload. Comment below your thoughts, whether you're a Borough fan, Leicester fan or a neutral. And if you're listening on any of the podcast providers, as always, do give me a like, a rating and a subscribe over there. And I'll be back at the weekend to see what on earth might happen at home to Plymouth. It's anyone's guess with this team, let's be honest. Until then, take care, guys, and I'll see you all in the next one.